Hi everybody, <clears throat> broadcasting from the holy city of Yerushalayim, Erev Shabbos. So check this out, it's one of the, one of the to me, one of the craziest Nesiva Shalom I've ever seen. That the, the Pasuk says, Yaakov was going to pass away, Yaakov's going to be an ifter, and he knows he is, so he tells the brothers to gather together, and he's going to tell them what's going to be at the end of the day. So it's one of the, you know, a lot of people, one of the things people remember from second, third grade is that Yaakov wanted to say what year Mashiach is going to come. <clears throat> That's the Rashi brings the Gemara. The Gemara Pesachim says, Bikish Yaakov legales es hakates. Yaakov is going to reveal when Mashiach is going to come. And the Shechina left him. So he wasn't able to tell them, wasn't able to tell Shvatim, and we don't have the Messiah of what year Mashiach is going to come in. So now the Zayar says like this, it's not possible that there's an entire Pasuk in the Torah that wasn't brought to fruition. The Torah is reality. Everything from the Torah is applicable and is and happens and is a part of us and is a part of our, our experience in our life. So then how could it be? There's a whole Pasuk here that Yaakov, referring to Yaakov that was going to say when Mashiach was coming, it didn't end up happening. There has to be something more here. So <clears throat> he says like this, the, the 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 actual year what he wanted to reveal was hidden from him, but not the depth of how Mashiach is going to come and how are we going to be zeichet to bring Mashiach in our in a, in a peaceful way. So the 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 Gemara says that there are two ways Mashiach is going to come. If we're zeicha, if we're in a place where we're bringing the world to perfection and everything's going perfectly smooth and and there's tons of light in the world the mashiach comes and kind of meshes in with that on that level and brings it up another notch and brings the world to complete perfection or the world could be in in a case of leizahu it's going to be a lot of chaos when mashiach comes and that we're going to have to work because we're going to be on not zeich we're not going to be in a level of 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 when things are going smooth in a holy way, and then Mashiach's going to have to come and rip us out from wherever we're holding, and that's not going to be smooth. So he says like this, let's look at the Pasuk again, when Yaakov tells a brother to gather together, and he's going to tell them what's going to happen at the end of the day. The Pasuk goes like this, He asvu, gather together, and I will relate to you, what will occur, to you, at the end of the days. So he says, the, the, if we read the passage like this, it explains in the Siva Shalom. He asked to gather together, va'agida, and I will relate to you, I relate, agida lechem. It's also a lashon of agud. Agida is an interesting lashon to use for relating. And over here, the reason why you, the passage uses the lashon agud, Yaakovina was saying, to make an agida lechem, make yourselves an aguda. Aguda, v'yasachulam, aguda achas, lasach zenchobleva shalom. Aguda means... To gather together, to bundle together, to make a a, a, a single unit, to make a bundle. So hey, let's look at the puzzle again. Hey, asfu, gather together. and bundle yourselves together. As and this is going to be the most yakar. This is going to be the most precious things that you can have by at the end of the days. And he says like this that even if the world's in a place. When Mashiach is going to come and it's not in a harmonious way, the, may, the way to make it, it's not going to be peace. So it's going to be, it's, we're not going to be Zaycha, we're in a Bechina of Leizachu. But if, we, if we're able to work on loving every Jew, if we're able to gather together and bundle together all the different Shvatim, everyone had different personalities and different Kachas and Nefesh and worked in different ways and connected in different ways. And if we're able to gather together with all Jews, 
then that's going to be the secret that at the end of days, we'll be able to greet Mashiach in a beautiful, peaceful, harmonious way. Even if we're for, for the level that we're on, as long as we have love for every Jew, that we'll be able to greet Mashiach peacefully. And that is what Yaakov is revealing. Of course, the Pasuk's not just saying something and then Rashi brings the Gemara that Yaakov didn't end up, the whole Pasuk is not a Gale. What Yaakov is saying, the depth of what Yaakov is saying is written right there. And if we gather together, if all Jews have real achtos, if we appreciate and love all Jews, then even if we're not on the level to greet Mashiach and the level of holiness, but this will raise our level of holiness to be able to greet Mashiach together in a peaceful, harmonious, beautiful, glorious, connecting way. So now, here's a question. That's the word. That's the word, first of all. It's, it's, a, it's, such a, it's such a important, important, important message. But here's a question. How is it possible to love every Jew? Let's say, let's say we honestly, someone actually heard us. Let's say there's a community or part of a community or, 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 or you know, shul that we really just think they're fakers. We really just don't see the, 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 we really don't get along with them. We really look down at them. How are we supposed to love every single Jew? So Riv Dessler says like this, that Ava comes to the word have. Love comes from giving. So we might think, if we give, so the other person should love us, right? It's not going to bring out our love for them because now I'm sacrificing for myself. That person should love me. The way it really works is as much as we sacrifice for the other person, is, is that's, then, we'll be, then we'll come to love them. So it's explained like this because he says that we all want ourselves to be successful. We all want to love ourselves. Hopefully we all do. We all want everything to go perfect for us. When a part of me is instilled in another yid, whether it be an individual or a community or a shul, then I'm going to want their success also. I'm going to be able to love them because a part of me is now in them. If I want my success and a part of me is in you and a part of me is in that group of people, so then Mamela, we're going to want them to be successful just like we want us to be successful. That's why every father is 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 super hoping that his kid is going to uh, perform well in a public a setting. Let's say he has a six-year-old in a choir, right? So when his son gets up for the solo, that father is going to be bugging. Or even if he's not bugging, he's going to be the one that's the most involved in like hoping his son does well. Why? No one really cares if the six-year-old sings nice or not. Who cares? He's just... You just, uh, you know, let him, let him just stand there and stare into space. Everyone's going to cheer anyway. But the father is going to be super, super invested in that. Why? Because a piece of him is in his child. So now, if, if this, if, so now if there's someone that we don't, that hurt us, God forbid, or, so, or there's a community that we don't get along with, how are we supposed to love them? If we invest in them by davening for them, and we, we we spend time, for sure, if we could do more, get stuck or whatever it is. But even if, even if it's just davening, might not be just, but even if what we're doing takes a couple of seconds, but we're using our energy and our time and our resources to talk to Hashem to help that person, maybe that person did is completely wrong and they did hurt us. But if we're able to daven, that person should get the help they need and repent and, and get back to the place where they should be and, and help people instead of hurting people even in that extreme situation, we'll be able to now be invested in that person and we'll be able to come to appreciate that person more and we'll be able to love them. Rabbi Kalish says a very, 
important and interesting way of coming to love other people. Sometimes we just automatically see people and we, we automatically look at them as shallow or like not my type, like, oh, they're different. He says to focus on something really that's doesn't, it's not important, something that we don't see as important and that we'll be able to appreciate. And once you appreciate something small about that person, he dresses so nicely, he brushed his hair so nicely, he shined his shoes, he's a good ball player, he has a nice voice, whatever it is. Is it something to really be impressed by? But when we focus on it, then we'll able we'll, we'll, we'll automatically bring out his other milas, his or her other milas that they have because they do have other milas. Every year has tremendous milas, and we'll bring it out by us focusing on things that don't seem so important. We'll we'll end up connecting with the things that are more important in them that, that we really could appreciate and respect. Um, he says that uh, the. the, the First thing you see, someone's talking in the back of the shul, right? There's two guys talking. The first thing we turn around and, and, and say is like, oh, shh, you know, give the shushing or tell them. Or just like, look at these guys. They just came to shul to schmooze. The, that can't be our first reaction. We can't, we shouldn't be blind to things. It could be someone, especially, you know, it's not in our place to give people muster, but but if it's our someone that we're educating, we shouldn't be blind to their faults. It's not what it means. But the first thing we have to look at, the first thing we have to appreciate is their beauty. So if the first, if someone's talking the back of shul, the first thing that goes through our mind is that's awesome. Two yidden are conversing, and two yidden are came to shul to daven, and two yidden are here participating. And then you could, we could go over to them if need be, if if that's our place, and and uh, and address the um, the talking. But the first thing that goes to go through our mind is how beautiful the yidden are, and then we could go to the next step. So Bezrat Hashem, we should all connect in a deep, deep way with every Yid, connect from soul to soul. Ava, the Maral says, is really, it's the same, it's 13, it's the same gematria as Echad. And he, he has a whole arichas on of what love is, but really we should, it's connecting soul to soul, realize we're all here together for the same mission. Ke'ish Echad, Belei to serve Hashem, we're all connected to Hashem. And we should be zeichet to tap into that, and if we appreciate ourselves, we'll be able to appreciate other people more. And if we love ourselves, we'll be able to love other people more. So let's work on chilling. Let's work on connecting with ourselves, going outside without our phones, peace and quiet, thinking, appreciating ourselves, and our interpersonal relationships. We'll see the beauty and the soul and the depth in every Jew and in every person. And we should have, everyone should have an amazing, amazing Shabbos.